right, all right. It's been a long time. We back, 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 we back. Oh yeah, another podcast. Raw, tuned in. It's been a minute now, but we back. Gotta take some time off. Yeah, we got a special, special one today. We back, we back. It's your kid, Fat Boy 803. Gotta take some uh-huh. time off. Carolina the joke. We back, we back. And we here with the The author himself. Officer L. Anderson Jr. Yes sir. We back, we back. It's the Norton. We back, we back, we back. America, <laughs> it's been a long time since we talked to y'all, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we back, <laughs> you know, we back, we back, another raw podcast, three amigos, but tonight we got a special edition, special, special edition, you know, we normally give y'all, you know, views from outside of the world, outside, looking in, but, to, people. but tonight we got a in-house, in-house interview, mm-hmm. some of y'all know them, some of y'all may not. Y'all don't. But after this interview here, guess what? You're going to know him. Pretty much. You got to tell your mama about him. Mm-hmm. Tell your sister and your brother. And your uncle. And your sister and your brother. And your uncle. That's what I'm talking about. You got two of them on both sides, both right? Sides. Okay. Both sides. Both he, sides. He, he resides from Allendale. Mm-hmm. You know? By the way of what? Alma, South Carolina. Correct. Mount Cavery. I did in the cut. Them, them dirt roads. Graduated you, from um, Allendale Fairfax what? 05. 05. Oh, five. I've been knowing him for over, whoo, Jesus. Some years. Long, 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 long time. And I came along a little later. We've been knowing him for a long, long time, you know. But without further ado, we're going to give it up for my boy, Mr. The Author himself, Ozzy. L. And yes, sir. Junior. Yes, sir. <laughs> going on what's going on ain't nothing man you trying to welcome you to the world out here so everybody can get on and see what it is yes sir yes sir thank y'all for having me man, hey, man no you know. problem man no problem you know we out here just enjoying life you know living yeah. and laughing that's all you can do exactly laugh exactly. and live yep a long time coming so man you know starting off uh you know, you want to get a a little more insight on yourself than we gave go ahead and speak to the people and let them know who the man is behind the pen uh, the man behind the pen. Well, you yes, know, sir. it all started from, you know what I'm saying, when I was uh, 17 years old, man. That's where all the creativity came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, stating off my opinion, my emotions, you know, what I was going through at the time. But, you know, once we get into this interview, we'll go more in depth with that. Uh, left out from all after high school, left out into the Navy. Until this day, still in the Navy 16 years, you know, yes, doing sir. my thing or whatnot. But then, uh, other than that, man, we just gonna dive right into it. Okay, okay, man. Yes, sir. Well, you know, we can now, start it off easily. Go ahead and get him with the Mister Kelly. Now, you know, I've been knowing you elementary, middle school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never knew you had a passion for writing. 
knew he had the passion for music. That's kind of like the same thing. Like, he got it right. 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 You know, poet. A, B, 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 A. You know, that stuff kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. But when did you really start to feel the passion, like, to, to write, to edit, all that good stuff? Okay. Um, It all started, I want to say, well, you know what? It all started at the age of 17. When I was in boot camp, you know, my mom passed away. Not prison boot camp, military. Yeah, um, let me go and readjust that. When I was in, you know, Navy boot camp. There you go. You know, my mom passed away from cancer, and you know that was that's my ace boom coon. You know, my side, my my main chick on the side, you know, type thing. So yes, sir. I don't even know how to say it like that, but you know, that's my ride or die. Put it like that. That's your main. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, man, you know, after she passed away, I felt like my whole life just came to an end. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how to speak. You know what I'm saying? Um, on how I really felt about anything. So instead of me just talking about it, I just start writing. Whatever came to my mind or basically how I felt, I just start writing on it. And that's how the creation, you know what I'm saying, me came about as far as writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first time I actually wrote something, it was called Jesus Call Upon an Angel. Mm-hmm. And that was something that, that was dedicated to my mom, you know, after she passed. And uh, I, I spoke on that one. And ever since then, I just kept writing. I just kept writing. I don't like to talk out, you know saying, person about like what I'm feeling and stuff. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'll just start writing on it. I'll start writing about it. And that's how it came out when I was at 17 years old, man, in boot camp. Okay. I mean, everything, you know what I'm saying, came out of play. All right. So after boot camp, yeah. until you get fast forward to the first project, uh-huh. what made you and what steps it took you to get to the point of saying, all right, I'm ready to go put this as a book, a project, something that I can put out to the people. Okay, all uh, right. Let me see. So I joined boot camp in 2005. Right. So I'm sitting on this this information like for like four years before I even publish it in 2009. So I was on I was on a deployment uh, back in 2000 2008. Yep, my first deployment when I went to Bahrain and everything. And I had a, a good close friend of mine. You know, he like a brother to me. You know, I go by the name Curtis Curtis Fletcher. You know what I'm saying? I call him Fletch Dog. But, Shout out Kurt. Yeah, man. Flesh dog. <laughs> so he, you know what I'm saying, we, we kind of, we, we clicked and everything. And I think I left my notebook on my on my bunk, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, you know what I'm saying, caught on to it. And he's like, yo, I, I've been reading, you know what I'm saying, some of the stuff you're writing, bro. Like, that, that, that's real deep. He's like, you going to do anything with it? And I was yeah. like, no, I'll just be writing, man. You know, left it like that. So, you know, he, he definitely, you know, encouraged me. Like, bro, he like, I think everybody need to hear your story, man. You got a story. Cause he knew my story, you know, when my mom passed and everything. So he was like, "Bro, you gotta tell your story." And I was like, "Man, I don't, I don't want to tell people like right. what I'm going through and everything." So then, you know, after he was encouraging me, you know, my aunt, you know, she's a author as well, Pauline Brown from mm-hmm. Bonville, South Carolina. Shout out to Miss Pauline. Shout you know, out. she was another one that was like encouraging me, like, "Hey, I think you need to go ahead and publish your book." I, I, she done did like over seven, eight books already. Right. So, you know, those are the ones that kind of encouraged me. And then at the time, I was like, maybe. I do need to go and you know, put something out there. Right. So when the time came in 2009, I was on the, the verge of actually doing it, and that's when I actually published it. Now, granted, I was sitting on it for all these years. Every year, I was like, I'm going to go and publish. I'm going to do it. I stopped procrastinating. Thank so you. then after a while, I got tired of procrastinating about it, and I just started doing my research on self-publishing, how to get started, right. for becoming an author, and that's when I went out and took those steps, man. Like, I leaped out on faith. Okay. Yep. Go ahead and get it, um, get it done. And thanks to them, man, for encouraging me. So what was the first book you published? 
my very first book is uh, Missing Roles from Me to You, My Life, My Poem. So that was the one you was writing from boot camp to? Mm-hmm. From uh, boot camp okay. until uh, like, 2000, like uh, 2009 when I actually published it. Right. Yeah, and that, that was dedicated to my mom's, you know, as far as when she passed. But she was my Missing Roles. Mm-hmm. So. Wait, wait, what's, what's the genre? It's, that's right, that's the right word. What's, what yeah, genre, the genre is your book? Right. It's, so. on a, it's, it's on the, it's poetry, um, it's emotion-based. Mm-hmm. Um... What else can I say? Yeah, it, that whole the whole first book is basically poetry. So okay. yeah, it, it'll fall up under that category. All right. That was two thousand nine. So yeah. uh, after after the first publishing, mm-hmm. how did everything go? The book for everything go for you with sales? Well, you know how you oh, feel that it, it it was accepted to the people. So with the first book, it was. It was a slow start because, like I said, me being fresh, not knowing anything, mm-hmm. basically doing the research on my own as far as marketing. So the published company I went through, you know, they kind of gave me some uh, marketing strategies as far mm-hmm. as to use and actually promote my book itself. So what I did was I basically, you know, say took the household books that I had and mm-hmm. I started selling them myself mm-hmm. instead of selling them online. So granted, I was sending people to my online, you know, saying on uh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. you, know, you can buy the book there. But if you want to get it from me personally, a signed copy, I did a book signing. You know, um, basically, anytime I, I reach out, some if I like when I was in Florida, I went mm-hmm. down to Florida, told everybody, hey, I'm in this area, I'm doing a pop up, and start selling that way. When I came back home, I did the same thing, and that's how I started getting my sales that way. Mm-hmm. You know, but online, like I always tell people, you know, if you got a copy of my book, you read some of my content, just leave a review. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Tell me what you think. You know, so feedback. I can exactly yeah. so I can help, you know perfect my craft. Cause now, like I'm in a, another spotlight with just writing, right? And I just want to you know, what I'm saying, get feedback from the people. Okay. In in, in school wise, what teacher would you say <laughs> encourage you like to write more, or you wouldn't have, you wouldn't say a teacher, or you just something you built up on your own by being a boot camp? Like when um, you used to write, what teacher used to be in the back of your mind saying you can do this, or what person, wasn't other than your mom, you know that, but like mm-hmm. what? other motivation you had besides you know to, to push it towards yourself like I'm, I'm gonna get these books out here okay um to be honest with you i didn't even have anybody else in mind the only person that was in my mind was my mama and the reason why i say that is because my mom she was battling cancer for a minute right. you know and the doctor told her she had five months you know after noticed that she had it she had five months to live my mom lived over five months. She lived like a whole year and right. some change, you know? So it just her, just her, you know saying, as far as being strong and still fighting, you know, yeah. not giving up or anything like that until her last dying breath. Mm-hmm. So anytime when it came to me as far as writing, it's like I always had her in mind of how strong she was of actually being a strong fighter. Right. So when I see that she wasn't giving up, in my mind, I kept telling myself, I can't give up. Especially if you put yourself into exactly. a situation like, right. yeah. Because to me, honestly, poetry is, mm-hmm. like you say, is music, but it's hard because you got to have a feeling behind it. So right. that's the inspiration for your mom. Yeah. That was on the first one. So fast forward mm-hmm. from the first book, you had a second one. Okay, total, how, the total, total. So there I know. What's the, what's the total amount of books that you have out so far? Okay. So right now, I'm going to say I have three books out. You know, the second one's open chapter, mm-hmm. which is I'm getting ready to talk about right now. And then uh, I'll tell you the third one in a little bit. Okay. Right. So open chapter came about was basically me talking about not only just my growing pains, you know, I kinda 
you know what I'm saying, try to uh, go outside my my comfort zone. Yeah. So right. instead of me just talking about myself, I want to speak to the people because right. I know for a fact I wasn't the only one experiencing, you know, right. saying grief or you know relationships or how the case I know I wasn't the only one going through those days. So right. I opened it to audience base. So I named it Open Chatter because if you think about it, man, like a lot of people, you know, we have a lot of things that we want to do in life, and sometimes we procrastinate about it. Okay. You know, yeah. So when the procrastinate comes about, it's like, okay, so what's next? What are you gonna do next? You know, saying to get to the next level. Right. Some people just come to a halt, they stop, they give up. Mm-hmm. Some people keep pushing. You know, Finding and I look at that as being an open chapter because you never have closure on for mm-hmm. your goals. Mm-hmm. You know, completing, getting your degree, mm-hmm. uh, anything that you're trying to accomplish. You know, and for me, mine was my growing pains. You know, so I still had an open chapter because. I never got a chance to say goodbye to my mom when she passed away. Right. You know, but at the same time, I was able to mature mm-hmm. when, as years passed by, as far as accepting the fact that, you know, my mom, right, right, that she, just, you know, deceased and everything. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that was my open childhood. And I wanted to write a book, not just poetry, but just motivational quotes to inspire other people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't walk around with your head down, like right. hold your head high and, you know what I'm saying? Pursue your dreams, go after it. Like, don't let nobody tell you no. Anything that you're trying to accomplish, man, only person that's getting in your way is you. Right. You know, so in order for you to get to that next level, you got to tell yourself you can do it. Right. Whether yep. nobody believe yep. you or not. Because, so, yeah, nobody going to see your dream like you going to see it. Exactly. Right, right. Can't. They ain't got your ass. Right. So, and that's where Open Chatter came from. Let me tell you a quote that I just heard the other day. Uh-huh. When you create something, make sure you love it. As long as you love it, right. don't worry about nobody else. You know what I'm saying? There it is. And I heard that from, can't tell you my sources, but... <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, but, you know. So it's okay. So open chapters basically was the, the life after. Yeah. When you grown into yourself of after everything, right? Right. So from, I from gave you all work. Yeah. So you transition mm-hmm. from a young, well, I figure young man to a man because you know you you go from boy to a young man right. in you know certain eyes. So open chapter was basically trying to to me sound like fine the audience that can gravitate to the story that you have mm-hmm. so they can and people who understand your story right basically okay then. Yep. so everybody grieves right and you know what I'm saying but it, I just need to find the people that grieve like me exactly so if I give you my story and you relate to it then we can talk because it'll give you and that's the open book like come to me now the outside people can help you write your right. life afterward after the push that you got to start exactly and, and no, not only just to grieve like me you know but just to dictating you know what I'm saying different avenues on how to grieve right okay, you know uh, that's another thing too and like, understanding your grief exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's where Open Chatter came from and that book is out just as well as the yeah. first one right mm-hmm. and then the third book was Ooh, we gotta get to that, we just, we, what book we talk about just now the second book or the first book the second one the first one was a Missing Rose first one first one to his mom yeah right and the second one was Open Chapter yeah Okay, matter of fact, before we jump to the third one, how did the over chapter, the second one do? How did they gravitate oh, to the man. people? The, uh, the second one was doing pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a lot of, I got a lot of feedback from it. Um, like when people, like they get their, their books in the mail, they send me uh, videos. Right. Um, other than that, man, like it's selling in like different stores. Some, it's not online because I went through KDP, which mm-hmm. is a Kindle Direct Publishing. So it's on on Amazon. But I always tell people, you know, you're trying to get a copy, just come to me. I'll mail it to you, a signed copy, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a full package with other like goodies in it and everything. But it is doing pretty well though, man. Okay. Yeah. So what kind of people have to come behind this? Like have you met any screens like not screens, but people just came out of the blue like, Oh, I wouldn't expect this person or this type of person to gravitate what you know what I'm saying I'm right. talking about. You know what I'm saying? As mm-hmm. in 
it's not a racial boundary. It's like, okay, as an African-American man, mm -hmm. I want to expect, um, I ain't going to say Mexican or yeah. uh, Caucasian or, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. another race to understand your grievance because right. of how you went through it. So what, like, other person or, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. odd person that came to say, like, damn, I ain't expect you to understand what I'm going through. Right. Um, to be honest with you, man, I have a lot of people that come to me in tears. You know, right. just like after reading my, my book and they come back like in tears, man. And it's like, I feel like I've known you all, all my life. Right. You know, I know, I know that the experience that you, you feeling like we share the same thing and we'll sit down, we just talk about it. Right. And okay. by talking about it, you know, they able to share their emotions and, you know what I'm saying? With me, it's like, okay, I've been there. I know we, I know what you're feeling. So now I'm like talking to them about how to go about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, growing from it right. you know maturing from it and everything and you know it's okay to the cry it's okay yeah. to release those emotions but for the thing a man is, right for a man yeah so it's yeah. like what are you gonna do after that yeah you know i had a couple guys you know that was locked up in prison you know just getting out that reach out to me hey right. man I, I saw you your brochure da 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 and now you know you inspired me to write i wanted to write when i was locked up and stuff and right. you know i inspire a lot of people man some people come up to me and it's like man you you speaking a lot of powerful words and it's just random stuff, so that that, that helps motivate me, you know, saying the long run. Because even though I don't get a review online, mm -hmm. but I get a review in person, you know, right. and that just helps inspire me to say, you know what, let me keep doing what I'm doing. Right. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go a little more harder because you know, you know you feel that people exactly. understand what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Now, what's the title of the third book? Uh, okay. So the third book is <laughs> the third book is called Tales Between the Two. So yep. this one here, man, this one here is a, a, a very short, it's a short story. Right. So what I try to do, like I say, every time I, I do a book or something, I'm trying to go outside my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So with this one here, I decided to write a short story. Uh, it's basically, it's like, I ain't gonna say it's like a Romeo and Juliet type love story, but uh, it's it's real life scenario to where like, you know, you find someone, right. y'all fall in love with one another and everybody have flaws. But the main question is, is like, is those flaws worth being together is, is love enough right you always right. ask that question is love enough to like what's with. love yeah, you know what I'm yeah so yeah, yeah man it's some it's a book about that going in details like very details you know it's, it's not for kids i'm gonna tell you that right now it's not for kids right it's very you know, explicit it all. Right. yeah so it's a it's story a great it's a love story yeah. behind that man tales between the two and it's not only from a, a man's perspective it's okay. from a woman's perspective too because you got to think about it in today's society we always it's always about men ain't this men ain't that right but we never talk about when women when they have their own doings because right. nobody's perfect like everybody right. has their own imperfections right you know so i try to address it from both perspectives and say okay how do we go about you know saying we're in a, a situation like this it's like is love enough for us to be together to right. work things out because mm -hmm. i mean you can work through anything but the thing is it's like you love that person exactly enough. yeah so i try to break it out to real life you know scenario i'm even thinking about you know doing a little short film behind it so that's in the works too i ain't gonna talk too much about that one but okay right. Man right. manifest that right. manifest yeah. that yeah. you got to dip and dab in a little here and there all the right. time right. so with, with the you know i know you won't speak too much on it mm -hmm. but the short film as in it that'll be the first or and only or you figure once you tried out and you you became would you get in a role writing scripts writing you know saying yeah. movies and shit you know I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this i'm already working on another three projects on top of just this third book alone okay so right. trust me it's gonna be more projects after this one here this is just uh i'm just getting started right okay so, man. so the passion is behind it to the oh, point yeah. that i see like you say you gotta it's you start out with just a writing a poem for your mother right and now that done 
the spirit from her mm. in you doesn't manifest you to go to the point of would you ever think you'd be writing books and movies and mm. scripts and all that stuff at the age you are now? Right. Yeah. So, you know, it came a, a long way, man. And uh, something that's like I said that helped inspire me along writing the third book. You know, I kept delaying the third book only because, and uh, you know, by the end of the 2018, I lost my father. Right. So that kind of you know what I'm saying gave me a setback on publishing the third book. R.I.P. Pops. And then. You know, in 2020, I lost my, my younger sister. Right. So R.I.P. Brina. It was a lot more, you know, that going on behind that. That kind of kept, you know, saying I make sure I'm in the right headspace of right. doing what I, I love, for as passion wise, and you know, taking all these losses. Right. And, you know that that kind of put me in a slump for a minute, but you know, I'm I'm gradually getting back to it. So. Right. It's it's like it's t it's it's not a good inspiration, but it's mm -hmm. like you know. Life brings things to you, yeah. so now it gives you more avenue. Like I'm, a, I got more people. I don't want it to come like this, but it's like, all right, I yeah. got other avenues I can take. Right. You know what I'm saying? To make so other, you know, other views or other, you got other stories to tell. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like taking time. Right. Is the best thing to really do. You know what I'm saying? Let me sit back and make sure, cause you mm. don't want to deliver no, you know, bad project right. after you don't come, you know, because it sounds like you ascending. If yeah. You, you know. I want to, like, anything I put out, man, it's like, when, the moment you, you read it, you see it, it's like, I want you to feel it. I want you to feel it in your stomach. Right, You know, right. and it'd be like, man, I really felt that. Right. Like, I can relate, or I know somebody's going through this. Let me, you know what I'm saying, pass the word to them. Hey, man, I ain't gonna lie, dog. Not to cut you off. Yeah. That damn TikTok video you put out, I was like, this is... Oh, man. My bad. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Man. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I apologize. <laughs> oh, hey, it, oh, it, it, I'm just saying, it came oh, out, because when he said inspiring, first, man, you know, <laughs> okay. I mean, get in there, cause you know. Okay, my bad, my bad. What, what got <laughs> into you? Okay, there you go. Go ahead, ask question. My bad. I'm sorry. To so post the motivational TikTok, cause I, you be you be sitting on your porch, mm -hmm. and that little book, you looked up like, yeah, you I'm talking to you, right? You know, right. What made you do those? Like, like you were just at work one day, like I'm gonna do it. Or you been planning to do it, you just never had time to do it. Oh, it just came out of nowhere. If I if I was to tell you, it just came out of nowhere, I'd be lying to you. Um, but to be honest with you, man, like I said, I do have a, a strong support system mm -hmm. and one person that, that continues to push me to this day, man, is, is my queen, mm -hmm. you know, my queen, Letitia, yes. Latisha, let me say that. Shout out. So Chicago, she, Black queen. she, she one of the ones that, you know, anytime she see me holding my head down, man, she, nah, nah, can you pick your head up? Yeah. You know, she, side by she side. inspired me and yeah. she continued pushing me, you know, and. She was one of the ones that opened me up to TikTok. You know, she was like showing me how to work TikTok. I said, man, I don't know about no TikTok. Yeah, you know, me yeah. being age I am. You I sound know. old, but I, hey, I ain't going to yeah. say nothing. Man, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, so. I, I be on there. I started, you know, doing it, my, my research and everything. And like, <laughs> how can I use this to, you know, reach my other audience? You right. know, my target audience and everything. And I started doing that. I said, man, you know, let me break out of this. Step out of my comfort zone. Right. I'm, I'm all about stepping out of my comfort zone and trying something new and see how it works. And. That right. is starting to take off, it's starting to take toll, man. I, I get a lot of feedback from that as well. You right. know, as far as that, man, I felt that some, you know, people share it. And I just want to spread the word, man. Spread the word, spread the knowledge, and let everybody know that, you know, you're not by yourself. Yeah, so. and, and for what you're saying, yeah. I just, I just, you know, not to put it on me, I just posted on Facebook on a girl page. She put up that she did some stuff. Mm -hmm. Going back to what you're saying, you got to get out your comfort zone. Right. It's just something I always came to say to me was, to live comfortable, you gotta live uncomfortable. That's the only That's way it. you can live comfortable. Yep. 
you got to put yourself in a set. You got to put yourself in a setting that mm-hmm. I got to make it happen. Because right. if I don't, I don't got nothing else around me to help me but me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you know, that's 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 a that's a real thing right there. I so yeah. video on that. You got any more videos coming? Or you just you just holding them in the stash. Uh, <laughs> you make them day by day. You know. No lie. Sometimes I make them day by day, or sometimes Uh-oh. I have a whole lot. I have I have some in the stash, and I just put them out frequently. Uh, I don't want to okay. you know, spill all okay. the beans at once, you know. Right. I just want to gravitate to, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm seeing, you know, what I'm saying as far as what's trending and everything, yeah. and just bounce, you know, off of that. And I'm also, you know, like, I really want to work on. Uh, I'm thinking of another project with collaborating with other authors or motivational speakers and stuff. So be be looking out for that as well. So, with that being Speed said, into the existence. right? Yeah. Other, since you done got into this, mm-hmm. you know, book right now. Who's what's what's the I ain't gonna say star or what's the most important meeting you have or interaction you have with somebody when dealing with you know saying books and everything to get you to the point like mm-hmm. all right I can be mm-hmm. you know saying like I know your, you you see your auntie right right other than that like somebody that was like all right they making good off this or they they made this a career so I think all right mm-hmm. I'm I, I can I can follow these steps and that you talk to when they they talk to you right um I have a, a good friend from Virginia man his name is Kevin Brown. Mm-hmm. He's another author, amazing author. He done wrote like five five books, you know, mm-hmm. that he got out there. And I, I met him uh, in Virginia, uh, he was in the mall, in Newport News. I walked through the mall or whatnot. See, he had his own little kiosk set up, had his book set up and everything. So I walked up to him and we just started started talking and I let him know, like, hey, you know, I'm an author too. I said, just just off the strength of seeing, you know, seeing you doing your thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even thought of it, you know what I'm saying, as far as like doing a kiosk, you know what I'm saying? So I, I asked him, look, what inspired you to write? You know, he started telling me his story. So what I did off the spot, I went ahead and brought two books from him. Right. You know, he told me, he said, man, he said, you know what, since you're an author, he said, if you want to, bring your books up here, man. He said, I know you, you military, you working and stuff like that. He said, I'll sell them for you. Yeah. You know, and it was just off the strength of that, man. I was like, yes. you know, I salute you, bro. So until this day, you know, so I reach out to him, you know, hey, how's everything going along and stuff like that, keep in contact with him because yeah. you don't meet too many, you know, people, people like that. Genuine. Genuine. You know, yeah. you know so he, he was another one that, like, sent his books into, you know what I'm saying, like, the prisons and stuff. Right. And get feedback from it. that, like, man. Because they, they, they really, yeah. not being funny, like, mm-hmm. they got a lot of time on their hands to read. So right. they really can give you an in-depth. Exactly. Okay, I can give you, you a whole lot of mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can give you a depth uh, vision on what I think, how I feel, how your right. book was or whatever. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's, an, that's another good author, man. Kevin yeah. Brown. Shout out, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Mr. Kevin Brown. From a VA. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Out there in VA. Two up, two down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. So I know you know it. Say you gonna write, got another book project. Yeah. Think about a short film. Mm-hmm. You got inspirational videos. Let me, let me see. Let me give another shout out, man. I ain't mean to cut you Boy, off. you good? Go ahead. It's um, you. This you here, man. Look, my boy Anthony Green Jr., man, straight from Chucktown. AG. Hey, he's he's another amazing author. Man. I met him at my last command. You know what I'm saying? When I linked up, found out he was from you know what I'm saying, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and then we started talking. You know what I'm saying? And found out he an author as well. And right. a good good poet, man. Like right. that's another author I want y'all to check out, man. Check him out. Say his name. One more. Is it Anthony Green Jr. Charles in South Carolina, man. You know, we Check try out. putting any and everybody on when it come down to anything positive for the black man from Carolina because we trying to make it seem like and know that people know it is. It's talent and it's people, good people. This yes, sir. Young man from Allendale, South Carolina. For mm-hmm. anybody, any young kid that's in the, say, how we say the hood that think you just got to be a gangster, you ain't got to do all that. 
know what I'm saying? You could go out there and be something that most people might don't want you or not say want you or think you can be, but, right. you know, step out on faith. Be uncomfortable. It's okay. It's now, okay. I saw on the web a while back that the third book had a release date. Mm-hmm. When is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just browsing one, you know. Yeah. Right, right. What? Shit. All right. All right. Without without further ado. Okay. Okay. Hold on. This is breaking news here now. This is breaking. This is a PSA. Public service announcement. For all authors, get your pen game up. Okay. Yes, yes. Man behind the pen, what do you call him? Ghostwriters. Tales Between the Two. Yeah. Part one. Oh, this is part. Part one. I mean, they got sequels coming behind this one, people. We'll be dropping. October 8th, next write Friday, it, man. Write it down. Next Friday. Write it down. Y'all get paid. The first month just came. You got money. I don't want to hear no so excuses. Get ready. It's a great book. Yes, yes. After yes, you pay yes. your rent, then, then yeah. No, we don't want you to be on the street first, but pay your rent, then. No, that, this book might inspire you to move out. Mm. <laughs> but they still got to pay their rent yeah, first. Yeah. It's a good book. You might want to do that first. Right, then you, right. we'll get the book. Yeah. Where they can find this book at? Where they, where they can find the book at? So on this book here, as of right now, you'll be able to find it on Amazon. Um, on Amazon, like I say, you can get off there or you can basically reach out to me from person, you know, say all the DM or however the case may be, and I'll send a book out to you. Any platform? Signed copy. Right. And then... Um, they don't down the line in a couple more months it'll be on all platforms but right now October 8th it'll be dropping on Amazon how can they get in touch with you so they can get that copy oh man you can reach me on on Facebook mm -hmm. uh, facebook.com forward slash a missing rose you know that's my author's fan page uh, you can definitely reach me on IG uh, that is mr. underscore Anderson underscore 803 you can reach me there and uh, yeah, just, just those, those two point of contact us right now. Okay, okay. And now, email address. Oh, yeah. email address just uh, izzyo87 at gmail.com. If you want me to, if you want to book me for a motivation to speak or anything like that, definitely reach out to me on that one. What you about, my bad, what you about to say? No, thank you. All right, you know, you're on the books, yep. did the movies. Motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. Any other ventures out there that you got your hands in that they might want to <laughs> check out because you, you know, that's uh, your thing. Because I, uh, I know one time I knew, I yeah. knew you had a line, a little clothing line out there, you know, saying oh, you were trying man. to promote this and that, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't want to speak too much highly on that one just yet, right. only because of the simple fact that, you know, I don't have it off the ground. And, okay. you know, I don't okay. want anybody to steal like, my idea. Just because this, this is raw. So right. I'm gonna keep it real, man. Now, I don't want nobody to steal my idea of what I have going on and try to Thieves. take it run with it, you know. Right, right. But just know, yeah, clothing line is is up up and running, man. It, well, it ain't not up running, it's, but it's, it's soon to be coming, man. Yeah. So just stay tuned to that one. To a neighborhood near you, if you if you see the logo and you still trying to figure out what it is, just stay tuned, man. I'm gonna drop what it what it's all about. Okay, okay. Hey, you know, that was the author himself. Behind the pen, Mr. Ozzy L. Anderson with the JR at the end. JR, yes, indeed. Yo, check him out. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, de definitely on TikTok, man. TikTok, uh, Arthur. Spotify. Ozzy Jr. 
You'll find me on TikTok on there. Look him up. His books is on most, all of them. I think all three of them on Amazon. If you want to get the first, second, or third, part one of the third copy, because it's more to come. Yeah. You know. That'll be dropping October 8th. But as of right now, Missing Rose and Open Chapter is on Amazon. So you can definitely get off there. The first book is on all platforms if you're you know, looking for that one. But to get both of them, the, the actual uh, deal itself is on uh, Amazon. Okay, okay. So, hey, you got any more questions? Hey, if you finish, I'm finished. <laughs> are we done or are we finished? We might get sued for that. Might not want to say that no more. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know if you got copyrighted. I ain't never just, heard of that. I'm just saying. But just, they would say you put respect on my name and everybody yeah, say. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I'm just saying, you know, you might be like, hey, he'll pull up on us. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Hey, man, this is Raw Ballcast. It's your boy, Fat Boy 803. Carolina the Joker. And the you know. author, Isaiah Addison Jr. himself. Man, we had an exclusive interview with our boy here today, man. Y'all heard everything he had to say. Anything you need to know from him, you got in this interview. Appreciate y'all for listening. Guess what? Peace. Quit shooting that one of your top five comedy movies. Like, you know, life is like one of my. What's main. your top five? Life is one of them. But what's your top five comedy movies? Off top of your, not off the top of your head, because I know you've seen a lot of comedy movies, but that's that. What's your top five comedy I mean, you know. Oh, uh, especially the one with Samuel and, uh, uh Bernie Mac. Soul Man. Soul Man. Right yeah. Right shit, shit, they go all okay. mm-hmm. Damn dog under the bed. You <laughs> damn dog. <laughs> you got dog food in the cabinet. Ain't no damn dog. <laughs> Damn, I'm like, you look at that in my face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You hot? You cold? I'm sorry. You hot? You cold? Be Bernie Mac, man. Yeah. Yeah, he was always one funny guy. I'm telling you. Mr. Charlie. I just saw this Him downstairs. This motherfucker slapped doing my feet. One more Boy. Him downstairs. Yeah. That ain't. I say, um. Harlem Nights is my first one. Yeah. I fuck with life. Life, my shit. It's not. It's, it's an action comedy to me. Bad Boys, both of them. It's like funny. It's funny. Funny action in it. I'm gonna so. tell you his favorite line from that motherfucker. Bad boy. Who's what? That motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Hell yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. Yeah, my shit. No, I like when they went to that house. You just wanna talk. You wanna talk? Talk, talk then. <laughs> they can't hear you. Cause they still shooting that. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I'm making home my babies. <laughs> 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 I'm two together though. I don't think it'd be nobody better. Closest to me is Jackie Chan and Christopher. Like now, Rush Hour. Martin, Martin and Eddie. Yeah. No, I'm saying they, they only did one movie. I mean, yeah, but still, that, 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 it's, it's still, yeah, but I don't understand that, what you're that movie. Yeah, but that that one like, movie, yeah, you know. But hmm. well, no, cause Martin was in um, what he in Hollow Night? No, Martin wasn't in Hollow Night. I don't think no. Like, when they was at the, um... I'm fresh, yeah. I'm thinking, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's a close right here. I was like, oh, so. <laughs>
What's his name was in the movie? Fred? 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 I don't remember his name. Fred, 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 why you ain't let that love that I'm gonna just in the fridge. You still make no sense. You should have just drained it all. Bitch, shout out. <laughs> Did he say something? She was looking for something she said? Oh, it's something she said he said he wanted her to cook. You just making she was making them a tuna sound. Yeah, you got my mouth fixed up with some tuna and ain't no damn tuna. <laughs> Shit. Well, Mason, he said, fix the damn something, Sammy. I ain't want that. I want a two of them, mama. Like, that shit, man. Like, that, that shit was funny. Yeah, good. But that, that yeah, that's in my... Y'all got me going out and watch one of them bitches now. That's... <laughs> you know, I can look at life all day. Yeah, yeah. But, it, I mean, life is funny, but when they get old... Oh, yeah. That's when that shit get funny. Motherfuckers mm -hmm. <laughs> in, in the nursing home. You know how to get that shit in it, ain't it? <laughs> Smuggling the ass. <laughs> ass sniffer. <laughs> Oh, no more damn jello. No more damn jello. <laughs> I don't care what you believe. I don't care what you believe. <laughs> <laughs> my shit, did I? I watched it, man. My daddy give me this watch. Oh, you why not pay y'all a lot of us? Oh, hell no. Give me that. I'm going to shoot this motherfucker now. <laughs> Daddy watch. Yeah. You, you say, you better say, look, clock. <laughs> <laughs> this way, my daddy watch. My daddy give me this watch. That movie had a lot of all star comedians in that thing, yeah. too. They had a lot. That, you gonna eat your cornbread? <laughs> 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 Hey, wait, where you said thing is now? They what? Raised Boom Boom Room? <laughs> oh, man, if you was you missed it last night. Mm -hmm. You know who's going to be there tonight. That bitch is not singing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, flash mode. <laughs> yeah, that nigga got down. Close your mouth. That, but no, no, boom Boom Room. Close your mouth and your fat mm -hmm. ass, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this team got my cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, why you gonna do this all this with some cornbread? <laughs> An old bitch named Dilly haunting you. I hit me crazy, man. Damn. Time to roll another damn comedy. Can't forget board. Friday. Friday is up there. Yeah. yeah. Friday is up there. Don't do a minute. South Central, I drink a juice in the hood. That's a good, funny movie. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, that was meant to be funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah, it was meant to be funny, but then it also could have been funny if it was messed up, run wrong. Let me tell you, uh, the breaks was pretty, pretty funny. I don't think a lot of people know that movie. Yeah. I don't think. You see? You don't know it. <laughs> cold, cold from Martin. Oh, nigga, <laughs> that used to be our shit when you was at D.I. Here's my ladder. Never seen that movie. Bro. Yo, man, I don't That's know where D.I. got that movie from. Yeah. Because that was our shit, man. Yeah, Cliff Powell was in that bitch. Pinky. So when y'all said Breakers, I think y'all, I thought y'all was talking about the Breakdance movie. Mm -hmm. No. Pinky. Just wait a second. <laughs> you pull out that oil, cozy. Oh, hell no. Get his ass tied up down there. That's awesome, man. 
Man, I don't know where D got the move from, but man, we used to look at that shit every day almost, man. Okay, well. Josh, are you? Okay, him? I saw this shit my goddamn self. <laughs> he was going off that damn stove. You little white boy. <laughs> What's your top five comedy sitcoms? Like TV shows? Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, you know Martin and Martin, Fresh Prince. Uh, mine kind of weird, but you know. No, I, TV show ain't. All right, yeah, all right, all right. Michael and Eddie. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> forgot about that. Michael and Eddie. Well. Uh, my wife and kids. Okay, I live First print. Yeah, I fuck with that. Uh, and living single. Okay, okay. Got one more. I know, I'm not. Well, count. matter of fact, it ain't even your, not even top five. What's your favorite to the point that you uh, can't even name them? Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Of course, they got Mark, Jamie Foxx, show. A lot of people sleep on that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Family Matters. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. I was about to say okay. that. Oh, shit. This yeah. ain't, they black, but it was funny to me. Yeah, I'm saying funny. That's shit, about step by step in Full House. Yeah, I, I, I just watched Full House. Love that. And the dinosaur show? I look that I'm the mom. Don't you beat the fuck out of Honey. <laughs> Who fuck come up with that damn show? Mm -hmm. Shit, the Jeffersons? Yeah. Now you're going old school. I like good time. Yeah. Definitely. I can look at Sound from the Sun. Oh, I was. That's yeah. my shit. I don't know. Can't go wrong. Fred and Sound. Yeah. Got, um, Lamont, you big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> you go crazy. Yeah, yeah, you hard show? Oh, cut, man. You know, that's my, man. That's my shit, dude. That's, that's where I got bullet. my from. Bullet and Romeo? Lamont? Don't some. Mm -hmm. Bullet and Romeo. My dad used to always soul. watch all Fred Sample, man. Hey, <laughs> 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 what you got? What name from? Lamont. <laughs> that's my real name. <laughs> Don't, don't, don't think of it like he being a damn big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, man. But Steve Harvey show? Yeah. Bullet and Rome, Bullet and uh, Romeo, God bless his soul. Mm -hmm. But them boys are dumb, son. Them boys are some, some pure dummies. Oh, the Wayne brothers? Yeah. Marley Wayne, Sean Wayne. Marley was retarded. It's like. And Shit, Mike Epps' new show, The Upshaws. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty sure. Carmichael, I like, I like yeah. that. Oh, man, I was yeah. about to He, he had them with two seasons. Three. Mm. Yeah, I think he had three. A lot of people sleep on his show. Yeah, I definitely was. Me and my girl was watching that bitch. Yeah, that shit was fun. Yeah, that, that shit, shit had her funny. laughing, boy. Yeah. Shit. So nobody else gonna say it? Shit. Cosby Show? He told us about that, boy. Cosby Show? It wasn't funny to me. Yeah, moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it did. Yeah, too many pill shots. Fuck, dude. It's fucked up. Nah, but. Shit, yeah, a different was, world? That was funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say that. But, what, man? Like, I'm going way off here because I know we, this, we is just, this is up in the air. This is up we in the tell. air. We can tell. I'm thinking, because you said coffee. So, segue. It's a segue to what I'm about to bring up. 
What? R. Kelly. What? It's a segue because you said Bill Shit. Cosby. How the fuck right? you bring R. Kelly? Why do you want to talk about Robert? But this is what I'm asking about Robert. Shit, no. Not about Robert, right? You were it's, all the way left with this. Yeah, because right. see, he brought up Bill Cosby. Dang, he shit, do this. Oh, yes, shit. It, no, okay, it, I, I, I see Because, you. because he was like, since ain't nobody else want to say it, why would we be scared to say the Cosby show? <laughs> you know how many people is, man. Read between the lines. See? <laughs> it's wrong, bro. We got Only reason I say about R. Kelly. Yeah, we've been recording for a long time. Let me ever since we start talking about our favorite comedy comedian. Oh yeah, I ain't knew that. <laughs> He's up in air. You know, he said just. Talk. Yeah. But my thing is, I saw somebody put up on Facebook. They was like, okay, yeah, they got R. Kelly, but what he did. But yeah, what about the parents of these daughters? Yeah. That, that, like, why is nobody talking about them? How yeah. is these young girls yeah, getting around this man for him to be able to do what he done to him without yeah. the parents them saying, hey, where the fuck my child at? Like, I don't. That's one thing I'm trying to figure out. Uh. And they got mamas and daddies, some of them. Because he was paying them. But nigga, you seen his network? Mm-mm. Shit is a negative. What? Two million. <laughs> My thing is, shit, like, why, why now? Because all, all these years, it's like. I, I feel, know. and this is how I feel. It's the government. When he may have got that song with Jay Z. After he got out the first time and brag about it, that's just like a street nigga who who will kill him. I'm gonna let you think you're alright, and I'm coming get your ass later on down that goddamn road. Once he started doing it, see he was hot then, had too much money to fight him. So once he got to this point right here, Gail messed. Gail set it off and put him up there. Then they start seeing him go down after yeah. he broke down. Then everything else came after that. That's how I feel. He shouldn't have did that interview. Well, now you say he shouldn't, because if he did them girls like that, he need to take his behind and then he lock them up. Dead but, shit. Dude. He locked up. He gone for now. He ain't eat. He over. He over. He done. Yeah. He locked up for life. He ain't gonna make out. But you know, I'm on the cooking. What he said. What he, he, said the he said after he got went in there, he was like, he still, he still said he innocent. So hey. I, I, you know, what I'm saying, I'm just saying, like if he did it, he in the right place. Seventy-five percent of the people behind the walls are the innocent. I mean, I don't know if that's the right number. I'm just. Guess it was mm-hmm. not being a joke, but yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. But that's it. but only reason I did that because you see about Bill Cosby, and I was like, that's something I kept seeing on TV. I'm like, see, they just Bill got Cosby that man, free, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like all the time, man. He home. And people been lying, that's what it was saying. But he gave, he gave Boots a shout out because Boots is supporting him when he was locked up. That's crazy. How you said it. He's um, <laughs> that's <not> funny, bro. <laughs> Stop playing, bro. No, shut out, Bootsy. But um, he, he, he tweeted, uh, put it on Instagram. He told everybody to go support Bootsy moving uh the struggle. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Well, speaking of Bootsy, this boy's been fighting last night. <laughs> Boost baby. Yeah, they showing his ass out there. That nigga loves South Carolina. I give him that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yep. my, that's my dude, man. Did you say South Carolina love him? I think all that shit the same. It's the South. Like Louisiana, they they got the Creole, but over here we call it Gullah, but it sound the same. And Geechee. And Geechee, yeah. yeah, like that. So you know, say so it sound the same. So it's like all of it, like we kind of. It, I feel like what they say, the spirit. Mm-hmm. I gravitate to because you've been down in, in, in New Orleans for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or down that area. That area. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's scary, too. 
You scared? Even in the daytime. You scared? Hell yeah. I'm a lot for life, Nani. That's how I mean, bad it is. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, I told me, let them know you went from Danny. They can figure that real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, he ain't from Danny. <laughs> I ain't talking talk to nobody. Yeah, you ain't from Danny. But no, no, I'm just what? saying, that's how, that? <laughs> no, that's that's how bad it looked down there. Yeah. See? Where I was at. Mm-hmm. Where you go? Gonzalez. Uh, it was see? a country place. rural like country, but man. It's better than Warsaw. <laughs> Clinton, I tell you that much. It's better than that. That shit was terrible. It was funny, but it was terrible. Like, I never been nowhere way to the point that I I was un, I was uncomfortable because I didn't see nobody that looked like me but the people that I was with, bro. Like, and a lot of them didn't look like us. Yeah, like it was. I you, well, know, you, you have a good time though. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. Well, you get out there with the right people. Yeah, they I'm, just do some weird stuff. Nah, one of them time, hey, yeah, we about to go on lunch break for an hour. Fishing. We got to go fishing. It's dark. Yeah, it's 12 o'clock at night. Y'all mm. fi- yeah, this is when these kind of fish come up. What? I don't even know what kind of fish that is. Mm-hmm. I'm not going fishing with y'all. Like no 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, well, yes, what time we went to lunch? 12 o'clock that night? And I ain't from around here? You crazy. Come up missing. Mm. And I'm going to swim. You see that lady? The, uh, I don't know if you look at out. Cause I look at the news, but the lady that went missing, her, her fiance, they was in somewhere in Utah, or something, and they from Florida. They went missing when she went missing after an argument that they caught on. Oh, and they surround the uh... see dog the bounty hunter say he he on the case. Mm-hmm. You must think this is a TV show. That's a leaf, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know that was, <laughs> but yeah, he trying to rebuild his image after he said the N word. Why you ain't say the N-word? Because we're trying to have a diverse calm. Touche. Touche. Somebody said it. Touche. Somebody did? Yeah, he said it. I ain't yeah. never said it. God damn, bro. <laughs> you messed that up, man. What you talking about? I don't know. All right, then. I'm just going to know what he said. Give it to the Ralph. Can't be yeah. listening to him. I'm just saying. We, we play this footage. Yeah. <laughs> why, you want, why you want to do that? That's how I go. I'm the editor. <laughs> <laughs> what you your name is? The Joker? What you say? Mm-hmm. That's it? Now they know who it is, so if something get cut out, it's him. Snitch. Smith. Call it Snitch, bitch, Ben. <laughs> That's a funny movie. Mm-hmm. What's that? Um, was um, that Rylong in? Yeah. Kevin Hart was alright. He just, it just, he just, uh, a pussy ass motherfucker funny. Like, he's the punk. That's what he the punk funny. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything he was about, like, when his old, he said something about his old lady got hit. What, what you do? <laughs> like, I ain't fighting for you. Like, you're not a fighter, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that rival between him and Cat Williams, between him and Cat, who you got? Ooh. Um. On stand up, so I'll put it right to make it easier. Uh, right, what? Cat Williams had how many? I don't know. Don't make me lie. About four? Don't make me lie. He probably got more than that. We just don't know about. You see how I many? He got about four uh-huh. major stand up. Cat Williams. No, on Netflix. That. I don't know. But that, that's on Netflix. Yeah, the Pimp Chronicle, one, two. <clears throat> then he got uh, something America. 
and then he got the other one, Cat Cat Williams Live. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I know he got a few. I know Kevin Hart got like six. Something about from little to big or small to tall, whatever it was, and. Yeah, Pimp Chronicles is pimping. Pimp, pimp adequately. Cat. One, two, three, four. That's five. Those are TV shows. Those are movies. Five? About yeah, about five? five yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, about five. Five or six. Something like that. Him and Kevin. But <clears throat> I think Cat Wins was more. Street, street credits, all funny. Cause he I, was talking about stuff that. Yeah, I feel like man with Kevin Hart. I know a lot of people think that he's not funny, so. But I look at Kevin Hart. He's just being original. You know what I'm saying? Just being himself. Well, yeah, he he creative. I yeah, get that. Now he creative now. And not only that, man, but I feel like he got to be done in that line. Like by him being creative, man, he done a lot that a lot of people don't see that he's done. I feel like he's in his own lane when it comes to being a comedian. Like. Cause see to me like he he, it's most of his like he said most of his jokes is just about his his kids and his family and him, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So and his close friends. Yeah. So it's not really like, well, and and some some of the stuff you can relate to, cause he he like him and Nick be playing jokes on each other. Like him and okay, like Nick got a plane, no Kevin got a plane, and Nick put his face on it like on the whole jet. <laughs> I think like Kevin something Nick or uh, some kind of animal or something. And one of them yep. put each other's name on the billboard in California. They mean they number. They be doing drink uh, jokes on each other like that. Like that's what you doing, you got money, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. It's smart though. Yeah. Make you relevant mm-hmm. for no reason. Like why he did that? But that look at it. see, you talking about it now and you ain't even been in California where the sign was at. You right. I have. You know what I'm saying? Like it it just it just it's smart. But I take Cat because I, I guess I relate more to Cat. Kevin was smart. He was funny too, but that last one he had, I think the pandemic. When he was in his up. house? Yeah. I think the pandemic is that one though. Because he couldn't get out and do it how he wanted to. But that one. Cat was on tour when we were in Orlando. Up. I'd rather see, not just off of that catalog or what they've done, I'd rather see them go head to head in a versus battle. They've been talking about that on and the internet. Then, you know what I'm saying? Just be like, okay, I see who showed up and who didn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, I can voice my opinion about what's what, but just going off their catalog and stuff like that. And hey, what's your best verses? Oh, you ain't really been looking at it. Well, I'm, I'm watching verses. What's your best verses Woo! so far? Hmm. Hmm. Come back to me. Right here. Jesus. He don't really look at it like that sometimes. You ain't saw that one? Yeah, I saw that one. Oh, I'm about to say. Jadakus say New York hip hop. He he say up north hip hop with that shit, bro. To me? Jadakus, bro. Yeah. You saw Fat Joe and Ja I saw that one. That was mean because... Never mind. That nigga They used to send each other props. And Joe, Fat Joe, I ain't even know what happened. Uh, no, but the ones but that was mainstream. Did he say on stage, though? But the crackhead, he, yeah. he, he said he ain't knew that he was backstage. He apologized. But what about he that said he ain't knew Lil Mo and um, Vita was backstage. 
But you are you understand how they how they chemistry is. You know what I'm saying? We don't even know how they hide it behind closed door, but he's off of CN <clears throat> versus now they best they, they say they best friends, they do a lot. Right, that's what I'm saying. But now they come into life like y'all what y'all saw, y'all saw raw footage of how he is behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like yeah. I really can't even just like oh you shouldn't do this and do that because that's basically how they how they is, man. They they tight like that. Yeah, but it was like he ain't match. Like, Jaru had other kind of hits. Like, he had, like... He was hyped, too. Like he said, he started yeah, yeah. to sing this sing rapping, you know. That was a good exposure for him because he had went down after he had stopped messing with that white dude on the that... Fly uh, Fest thing? Yeah, that joint. And that joint had him messed up. He was getting sued and all that. But... Who would y'all like to see in a versus battle? Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Missy do one, but I don't know... Maybe like Missy and Buster against each other. Seeing people like they don't end that type of that shit would be nice. Missy and Buster. Mm. Boots ain't been in one yet. I don't think Boots. No. Been. I don't know. He might though. But I don't know. Who will you go against? I, I well no that won't work. Him and Webby. Mm-mm. They were just talking about, um, was it God? God is going up against, uh, yeah, I think that was a made up one. Talking about T.I. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think that, that would have been good. I think they would have worked, mm. but, but, hmm. uh, Little Kim and Nikki should go, but I don't know. That's a, it's a big gap. That's what mm. Nikki a killer because. You have to have young kids and old people in the same place. Oh, yeah. That's the only difference. That's why they say Buster and T.I. would have worked. Even though Buster would have killed T.I., but yeah. still. Like a MJG and the Outcast. Like Southern Legend 2, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't see a duo yet that. Southern duo. Yeah, that match each other. You don't see up north dudes do it now. Mm-hmm. But well, who can? Like I said, Outcast is good tomorrow, but because they kind of the same. But Outcast also got their own. That was it. Outcast catalog. and and MJG and Eight Ball against each other. Are you the M- them against? Uh, well, you can do Bun because he still got the rights to all the music, so mm-hmm. still yeah. could do that. Uh, Slim Thugger. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I don't know. Future and Jesus was. Yeah, that was that. I that was that was that was the best individual one with the mix of the little street. Yeah, Gucci was real with what he did and what he said in front of everybody. Didn't care, but Jesus set up what he was doing when his songs came in mm-hmm. was on point to the I point that G Gucci and he come right what. I tell you what. I tell you I what. Tell you what. <laughs> But yeah, like his, I wanted his, to do copyright there. It would have been a smart move. He probably did know him. His, his invitation to like, when I mean, he like talk about his song when he gave it a performance on like that, that was on point. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yo, this is what like I'm, he wrote it down. Yeah. Like, he rehearsed this 37 times. Yeah, that, that but, was definitely. Now, that one, that one was like one of, one of the ones I I like too. Besides, um, locks and you know dipset. And the only reason I like locks and dipset because Jade. Like when he snapped on, when they, it's, and then and then the trash. Yeah, yeah. 
the trash talking between the two, like it was like you could tell they was cool with each other, and they was they were cause like when 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 you know when Jaden snatched Santana's uh, bandana on his head, like that would have been a fight if, mm-hmm. if it wasn't nobody that y'all knew it was something, you know. But a versus it, it's. I wonder who's gonna be next though. Yeah, that's what I want. Coming up to some holidays, so they they might do one. That's when they normally really. Not normally, but he was like Missy. Yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think like who. Could, no, I don't know nobody from Missy. That's why I said Buster. Female wise, I don't think. No, I can't just, really yeah, think but then that one. Well, have they have a cross versus yet? Right. They ain't had no cross versus yet, is it? Like no, I don't, not that I know of. Like male versus female? No, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. They got Buster and LL going at it now. That would be interesting. I mean, I'm assuming. People of that age, because Buster mm-hmm. has been out for a long time. L.L. named Buster. Yeah, I mean, L.L. and Buster was on the same label when Chris Violator? Mm-hmm. Well, um, with Chris Lighty. God bless you, so. I forgot, I forgot what the first label was called. What's wrong with you, man? Say it again. But, uh, <laughs> let me tell him. <laughs> he ain't said it. You got one that tape. It's alive and on time. A line. It would be nice. I want to see the next one. But I tell you, I don't want to see another one like uh, who was it? Oh, Bauer and uh, that was entertaining. That was funny. I mean, that was funny. So them two was funny. It wasn't. Some parts were like okay, but no, they said, "Oh, this is a classic. This has never been done before." Like, bro, look at man. I mean, but Bauer is a legend. No, I, I, I ain't taking what they did, yeah, but it's, it was, as far as the verses about itself. That was like, funny. Come on now. So well, it made it so bad. I had I had Bible on CD, so I knew a lot of those songs. I mean, yeah. we all grew up around at that time, yeah, so we should much. know it too. Mm. It was very I mean, don't get wrong. Yeah, they, they, they got some, some classic stuff. You got one of Bible do rag now? You like Soldier Boy. You! Whatever. <laughs> hey, soldier, soldier, the first to ever do it. Hey, let him. Hey, he was the first hey. to ever say he was the first to ever do it too. You got a point. Yeah, he was the first one. You got a point. Yeah, he do it like this though. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, yeah, man. We appreciate y'all for checking us out again, man. Once again, another God Podcast. It's your boy, Fat Boy 803, checking out. Carolina the Joker. Arthur. Arthur Anderson Jr. himself. You know what I'm saying? Share. Share. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their mama to tell their grandmama because they know they're going to tell somebody. Because they're sitting on the porch. Like All day. Like they do every morning. Much. Just for no reason. They're a cup of coffee. And tell them, say, hey, that Rob podcast is the next biggest thing that you need to get to. Quick, fast, in a hurry. And real, we go. Real quick, though. Okay. And like that? Yeah. We out. <laughs>